listening to uh, Pastor Kalevi, I look back to his history. Pastor Kalevi comes from a clan that walk on hot stones, hot rocks. If you ever heard in Fiji, fire walkers, they walk on, they burn up stones for a whole day until the, the stones are red and they walk barefootly, barefoot on it. He was delivered from that. Amen. God is good. Now he's preaching the gospel all over Fiji. And I'm so thankful to God for a great transformation from a life of devil worshiping to worshiping this God that we name the God of Israel. Amen. Praise the Lord. This morning I come to you. I do not know the uh, level of uh, life that you are in. I do not know where you're coming from. I don't know where, which position are you in uh, this morning. But I come to you with this message. As uh, Paul wrote to the Romans in 10.13. And I will, that is the title of my sermon today. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. It was in 1997, flying across from New Zealand after spending three months in New Zealand, as I was there to, uh, so that I can learn about this island, Bougainville. Bougainville Island is the northern part of uh, the Solomon Island. And it is, uh, uh, it is a part of the Solomon that is under, Bogan, uh, under Papua New Guinea. And then I was there as I flew from New Zealand across to Bougainville after the, uh, civil, the civil war that was happening in there. After 10 years of civil war, I was taken to, uh, from New Zealand to Bougainville as um, the message that I, they, they, they gave me in New Zealand, that is to go and uh, find people from where they, uh, they, they have been, they escaped in the, um, in the mountains of Bougainville. During those, during those civil war, people left their villages, they left the coastal areas and they moved up to the mountains, high up in the jungle, to find a safe a refuge, and to find a safe place. So I was part of the team to go there and search for the people and tell them to go back to their places. We are there to help them. And then as I flew from New Zealand across to go to Bougainville and I was flying across Bougainville and the Lord spoke to me and said, John, these people, they need me. I went into Bougainville with a message that I was taught from my, my, my superiors. But when I got into Bougainville, my whole heart was moved and my whole message was, was changed. And the first time I stood in a meeting, I told everybody, you need Jesus. And the Lord put me a message all over Bougainville as this, for the Lord has given you, for the Lord will give you many, many years in the land that he has promised to your forefathers. They were hanging to a land.
valuable to them. But I told them, the Lord spoke to me to tell you, for he will give you many, many years in the land he has given to your forefathers. If you come to him, if you call on him. Today, my message, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. It was in the Sinai in 1987. I was there by myself. I was lonely in a checkpoint. In the night, in the middle of the night, I was looking around, searching for answers. Searching for peace, searching for rest. I couldn't find it. I was in uniform. I have a weapon on me. But it didn't give me any hope. And then I looked up. I remember what all those preachers in Fiji that I've heard in Fiji saying that the Lord can give you rest, can give you peace. And I call on him. That 1987, February 11, I call on God. I said, Lord, I need your help. I need your help. Deliver me. And then I saw this light came upon me. And at the same time, I was baptized with the Holy Spirit. My heart was running for God because I know even my friends, even my family, nobody, no one gave me hope. And from that day on, I've never stopped. I've never backed away to tell the people, the God of Israel, he can save you. He can give you life. He can meet you at where you are this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. Peter. In Matthew 26, 69 to 75, there is a story written there. To many, it was a tragic story. Very tragic. Where Peter... Let me read it to you. Can we turn to uh, Matthew? Matthew 26, 69. The Bible says, Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a servant, and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I do not know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway where another girl saw him and said to the people, there, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Peter, you have a different accent. You are not from this town. You are not from this city. You are from Galilee. Amen. And he said, Surely you are one of them, for the accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses on him and himself, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. And immediately, the Bible mentioned this, a rooster crows. I am sure this morning that that rooster 
was a normal, was a regional barnyard rooster. But to Peter, it was the call of God. To Peter, that rooster warned him. To Peter, that rooster brought out. Hallelujah. He called, he warned Peter. He reminded Peter of God's, of the Lord's words to him. Amen. And today, I am standing here to remind you of all have been preached on this, on this, on this stage, on this pulpit. Everything that you've heard. Ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and my sister, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. Back in 2014, I moved with my family across the United States. We moved from Seattle up to, from California, we moved up to Pennsylvania. And there was a guy that I worked with. He came up to me one day and said, John, my family is sick. I was in the oil, I was, I was fracking in the oil field. He came up every morning and telling me, John, my family is in trouble. My family is sick, my sister is depressed. What can I do? I said, do you believe? He said, no, I've never been to church. I said, I want to tell you today, if you give your life today, if you give your life now, the Lord will take care of your family. He said, yes, I want to try it. I want to try it, John. He said, I want you to come to my house to pray for my family and pray for my sister. I went back home that Friday, that Sunday. I gathered my family. I gathered my wife, my little children, my four little children. Let's go and visit this family. God was moving in my heart. We went up, we drove an hour to Pittsburgh. An hour to Pittsburgh. We went to this church. The wife was in a church, so we went and see the wife. So she said, have a service with us. And after the service, and then we'll take you to our sister. So during the service, it was in the midst of that service that God spoke into my heart. He said, John, look at Hebrew 10.35. So I flip on the pages. I flip on the face Hebrew 10.35. I said, Lord, what is this? And I found that verse. Do not throw away your confidence. Do not throw away your confidence, for he has a great reward. And there in the middle of those sermons, I was asking God, why? Why were you putting this verse into, into my heart? Soon after the service is gone, we were having tea. I was sharing to a couple of people, and then a lady suddenly ran into the church and said, there's a little girl died lying there in the streets. There is a little girl, a four-year-old girl, lying on the streets in the main street of that road, a busy road. I look at my wife and I said, where is our girl? And she said, she probably went outside and then I ran out. I ran out to the door and I saw my little girl, Lisa, she was four at that time, lying down, face down, with legs separated, with arms wide open. I went in and there was two 
old paper men were they attending her. They looked at me and said, are you the father? I said, yes. He has no, she has no pulse. She has no breathing. And then, then I stood up and I call and I look. I remember Elijah in his days. I remember Elijah in that spot. And I called out and I said, in the name of Jesus, in front of about 100 plus people standing on the roadway. And I called to them and I called God and I said, in the name of Jesus, I will not go back home without my daughter. I will not return without my daughter in the name of Jesus. And then as I bow down, I kneel before, beside her. And then I spoke into her ears. And I said, in the name of Jesus, Lisa, this is dead. Lisa, this is your dad. Don't leave us. Don't go. Come back. Come back in the name of Jesus. People were watching. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, she moved. She moved. Ladies and gentlemen, I said, she moved. She moved. I saw the angels standing there around about me. I saw them on that roadside, standing there. And as I wrapped my coat around my daughter, and she was driving, her eyes was white, was pale, her tongue was severe, was out. She was lying there as we walked, as we waited for the, for, for, for the ambulance to come in. We went into the hospital. The doctor saw her and said, she won't make it tonight. I grabbed my wife's hand and I said, in the name of Jesus, I'm against that statement. Tonight, she will live through. Hallelujah. 2014 to 2021, she's my miracle daughter. Hallelujah. What is there with you? What is troubling you this morning? Bills, maybe. Family. Marriage. What is troubling you right now? I want to tell you. I want to tell you what I saw. That God is real. God is real. He's real. He has been good to us. He has been good to you. Hallelujah. The Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. My family came out. Hallelujah. With chest forward. Soldiers pulled back. I walk like David. I dance like David. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care if I stand over there, or I stand in the back there, or I stand in the middle. You can stop me. You cannot stop me from praising him. Because of the good things. Because of the good things he has done to me and my family. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I remember back up in our Bible, people, the lot of characters are calling. They are testifying. They can testify to us when they call on God. Hallelujah. I remember that lady for 12 long years. Gentlemen, are you sick? This lady was sick for 12 long years. She went to the most, to, she, she went to see all doctors of everywhere in Israel. She went to the best hospital. Everybody dig on the pocket. She's sick, but every hand it was in her pocket. Yeah. Amen. But one day, 12 years of issue of blood, but one day, hallelujah, but one day, after those 12 long years, the Bible said he came and saw Jesus. In her heart, he murmured, hallelujah. He didn't, he was not, she was not loud. In her heart, he said, if only I can touch him. Hallelujah, if only. Praise the Lord. The Bible said, he touched the garment. He was healed. And if I invite that lady today to testify to us, hey, lady with issue of blood, because she was known. She was only known by that. Amen, the woman with the issue of blood. I said, come here, woman of issue with blood, with blood issue, come. Just tell us, just tell the church what happened. I said, oh man, I was pale. Not a day for me to lift my head. I cover my head every day with shame. Hallelujah. I couldn't face the people. I was sick. I lost all my, my savings. My 401k, I lost it. My insurances, I lost it. Hallelujah, I lost everything. And this day I met this man, they called Jesus. Hallelujah. From the day he was gone, she was gone forever. She went back healed. Praise the Lord. But the, the Bible says, whoever you seek, you big or you small, you brown or you white, he said, whoever. Amen. Jews or Gentiles. Amen. Are you church or not church? Praise the Lord. You go to church or don't go to church. If you call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Praise the Lord. This woman called and he was saved. And she was saved. And I remember that beggar. Every lifestyle. Amen. I don't know. Every lifestyle, Jesus can touch. This beggar of Jericho, amen, every morning, every day, I've been to Jericho. I walked the, the, the streets of Jericho. I had dinner there, and I always think of this beggar. Every morning, they lift him. They go to his house. They lift him there, and they carry him, amen, to the, to the gates of Jericho. You know what? He was a blind man. And the question comes, 
Where did his money go? Who took all the money? Where was all the arms that people gave? Where does it go? You know what? I think about it and I think up and I think down and I said, and I know. You know what? Those people that carry him over there, their friends, his own friends, they go there, they put him on the gate, they took everything. Amen. He went. He, this beggar came in. Every morning he came in empty. He goes back empty. Amen. But one day, if I called that beggar, I said, hey, beggar, what happened? I said, I was sitting there in the gate of Jericho one morning. And I heard people talking. And I said, there is a man coming to town. And Jesus is his name. And he said, he might, he, might, he might tell us this morning. Inside of me, I said, this is my only chance. Amen. I cannot walk. I am, I am lame. I am crippled. I cannot move myself. This is the only time I can talk to this man. And the Bible said, you almost, almost, almost late. You know why? The Bible said, Jesus went past him. Jesus went past him. And then he heard the crowd. And he called out, Jesus, the son of David, help me. He called that morning. He called on Jesus that day. Whoever shall call in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. Shall be saved. This beggar from all those years. Jesus turned back. And said, what do you want? I want to receive my sight. Yeah. Amen. He restored his sight that day. This beggar. He has never jumped in his life. He jumped. Amen. Yeah. He never praised. He praised that day. Because of what? He called on the name. He called on the name. Praise the Lord. Let me call. Elijah, I was standing up in Mount Camel one day at that spot and I was looking around and I, I saw Elijah in my spirit. Amen. As he fought with the, with the prophets of Baal. Amen. If I call Elijah today and said, Elijah, tell us your story. He will say, oh, I was alone in that mountain. Amen. I was alone. There was no one. Beside me. Amen. I saw prophets of Baal. And I, and I told them. You can, do, you can do your calling now. Praise the Lord. You can call on your God now. And after you call. Then I will call. And the Bible says they call from the morning. They call until midday. They call until. Amen. The sun was going down. People were calling. They were calling their God. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, there was no answer. Behal, Baal's, Behal's palace was closed. Amen. No call allowed. Praise the Lord. But this morning, and I said, and Elijah said, and then after all, they have been calling, and my time came. Then I, and I reach out to this iPhone of heaven. 
Amen. I call it the iPhone of heaven. Amen. It has features that your phone doesn't have. Amen. One, it's free. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I have to pay hundreds of dollars for a family plan. Every month. And it's hard for me. Amen. And every hour, two days before the phone goes off, I call my wife. Do you have any money for the phone? Amen. Praise the Lord. It is free. Elijah said, I reach out on this royal telephone to call heaven. To call. And Elijah said, this phone, that royal phone, the only thing that is different from a phone, it doesn't have a busy tone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, there's no busy tone. Hallelujah. It is very frustrating when you call, call, call. Amen. When I call my wife, I call five times. I call six times. I open my phone and I see my wife's name with a bracket and close and open and close with seven calls. I said, oh, but this phone, ladies and gentlemen, is different. It doesn't have any busy, busy tone. You can call in the morning. You can call in the midday. You can call in the evening. You can call in the night. You can call in the middle of the night. You can call in the hurricane. You can call in the middle of a tornado. This phone will stay on. Hallelujah. That is why that person said, Central, never busy. Always on the line. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. I'm promoting this phone today. I'm sorry for AT&T guys. I'm sorry for T-Mobile. Today, over here, I come to promote this phone. The phone that stays on every day. It doesn't need any charger. Hallelujah. Amen. Whoever shall call using this phone shall be saved. Let's stand up to, to, tonight. Let's raise up to your feet tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, hallelujah. Whoever, I do not know what you're going through. I do not know sickness maybe. What is troubling? But today, I come to you with, mess, with this message. Whoever shall call in the name of the Lord shall be Hey, you don't care. John called in the worst of place, in the God of that whale, the God. Amen. Jonah. Praise the Lord. We are, we are blessed. We are on land. But Jonah, God has to take him into the guts of a whale. And then he set out to call on this one. If I said, Jonah, what happened over there? Oh, I was smelly, it was filthy, it was dark. But I praise God. I was able to reach out into my pocket 
Amen. The pocket of my heart. Hallelujah. I was able to reach out and hold on to that phone. I call. God heard me. Woo! Let's give a big hand to the Lord tonight. Jonah said, God heard me. And it is my prayer that wherever you are, whatever you're going through, sickness or whatever, the God that I preach today will reach out and hear you. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May I invite Pastor?